Biden's DOJ pressuring gun owners to give up their rights, a huge Second Amendment win in New York, and three generations of left-wing brainwashing. This is The Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. Between 2016 and 2019, the FBI served documents to residents of Maine, Michigan, and Massachusetts at their homes in what many are arguing was coercion for them to give up their gun rights. Now, the document was a form called Nick's Indices Self-Submission Form. Although the form had self-submission in the title and cleverly notes that signing the document is voluntary, it appears to be essentially a document to encourage residents to relinquish their Second Amendment rights. The FBI is being accused of intimidating people into signing it when agents show up at the house and knock on their front door. This so-called self-submission form was given to individuals who were being looked at by FBI for things like alleged violent threats in online chat rooms. Now, by signing the form, people were agreeing to full disclosure of their mental health records to the FBI and a waiver of their rights to privacy under the Privacy Act of 1974 and HIPAA protections. Now, the Nix Indices self-submission form, upon signing the document, folks were were uh, put into the NIC system as a danger to themselves or society, eliminating their right to purchase, possess, or even use a firearm. The forum specifically said that once they were entered, they would not be able or not be permitted to ever withdraw their name or information from the NICS indices system. Now, once gun owners of America became aware of this, they filed a lawsuit to compel the disclosure of these records. Now, GOA notified the FBI and DOJ that they had 30 days to remove the invalid and illegal documents from the NICS system. 30 days came and went with not even a response from either office. Senior Vice President for GOA, Eric Pratt, told the Washington Examiner that his group is prepared to assist members of Congress in any way possible as investigations into the Knicks uh, develop, uh, develop in Congress. So now Congress is now aware of the illegal behavior, and several Republican representatives signed a letter addressed to Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Christopher Wray demanding full accountability from the FBI. The list of signatures is lengthy and includes all Republicans. Um, and then we find out that uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene told the Washington Examiner that it was unprecedented that the FBI would pressure people into forfeiting their gun rights. She called the FBI out of control in so many ways. And Green also expressed her interest in defunding the FBI and warned the Bureau that should Republicans take the House majority, they would be held accountable. So I want to talk about this today uh, with John Chiara. Yo. And Anthony Deso. Mm -hmm. Yo, yo. So mm -hmm. this is a, this is a, a, a form that the FBI showing up at the door, knock, 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 um, you've been deemed a, a threat to society, you're unstable or whatever. We need you to sign this, giving up your voluntarily giving up your rights to gun ownership. What do you guys think about that? Where does how do they get on the list where they get the door knock? Do we know? They were um, these were people who may have been investigated for uh, e expressing violence in online chat rooms. 
Oh. So I would assume that means social media. So, you know, you, you tell somebody you're going to hit them over the head in, in a Facebook post, and, you're, and there's a knock on the door, right, or something like that. You say, you know, you call somebody a name. Who knows how they can, you know, you, if you show that you, you're violent, according to them, on in, uh, in an online chat room, they're calling it chat rooms. It's social media. Was, I think I, they about. probably just target people that have been sent to jail. No, this isn't even that. Why are you looking at Why Andrew? are you looking at me? Facebook jail. Well, I do. Facebook, well, I've been oh, Facebook, Facebook jail. That's what I'm saying. It's anyone. online, right? The whole, co- Anthony's the whole thing. always in Facebook. I'm in Facebook you know, jail. A lot of people are. And I never, I've, I don't know. I've never, I don't know how you haven't been in Facebook jail. It's all in the words you use. <laughs> it really is, though, because I don't because I don't attack people personally ever. So I think that that's a big part of it. But I mean, what you're saying is, is that if you're normal on on social media and you're talking to somebody and you're having a discussion, you're having a disagreement <clears throat> to the FBI, it looks like ooh, red flag trouble. I've been known to be pretty rude to some of these. Which is your right people. anyway? Who cares? I know. I can say whatever I want. The FBI can kiss my, you know. Bumper. Knock, knock, Tomorrow. knock. Oh, here they are. Yeah. Oh, here they are. Hey, there they are. The most corrupt. He's not answering. I the wonder most, what he's doing the, in there. The most corrupt ring ever is the FBI. They are a ring. Joe up. Biden's uh, political police. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's that's what they're doing. And you know and you know Biden's behind the whole thing because. Oh, yeah. Well, so but we look at this and if say this proliferates and it's everywhere. and You're getting everybody's getting a knock on the door. Now. My question to so many people I know on social media is that's a policy that the people that you support are putting into play. Where are you going with that? What does that lead to? What are we fixing? What problem is there that that's taking care of? Is it fixing the potholes? Is it doing what? It's not doing anything, right? Except creating enemies for people when they need them. Oh, there's the bad guy. I don't even know if... Like if that was on a list of things that you wanted to choose, you know, like oh, when you're voting, you're deciding who you're going to vote for. If you know, I want, you know, people who are violent online to be to be investigated by the FBI. Do we? I mean, do we really think that people are going to be checking that box? Is that is that of some something that's of interest to even even the far left Democrats? Are they voting on stuff like that? Right. That's what I'm saying. Why is that part of your so, platform? Like, what is that? What's it doing? I don't understand what it's doing. I don't think people. Are, my point is, I don't even think even the far left Democrats would, uh, are, consider that a priority. Right. This is the the Democrats that are in office now creating this nonsense, right. regardless of whether or not their voters support it. Right. It would seem. I don't know because it's really the, the conservatives are really the, their political opposition. That and once Democrats get in office, it seems that they don't really care what their voters want. You know, they they just want they just know that they have the ability and the leverage now they can start going after their political opposition. You know, I mean I bet you even if they're well, I mean I I believe even with this current election that their their Democrat voters are a lot of them are turned turned on them and went the other way. Um, although we're not seeing that in the in the voting results, but that's another whole story <laughs> because we know what they do. Huh. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> hmm. There you go. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, I don't know. I forgot my point. Go ahead. 
Well, you're, you're saying that the voters probably don't really support that stuff, but that's what these, like, again, there must be some kind of an oath they sign when they come into office these days, like, oh, we're going to go left of everything. We're going to keep <laughs> moving and moving. And I don't know where that goes. What, I don't know what, what kind of control is that? That's, who's that useful to? It's only useful to the people in government, right? It's like they have this power trip going well, on. That's I, I don't think they hold an oath. I don't think there is one. I think they just put their hand on the book, lie profusely, and then oh, no, no, go they, and do whatever they want. They, pr- they promise to lie. That's the point. That's right? what they, yeah, yeah. They promise yeah, they to they lie promise on the way. They promise to uphold in. the Constitution, but they don't do that. That's pretty radical, what I'm saying. is That's how it's it looks tyranny. from the outside. That's all it know? is. It's tyranny. You're targeting your other opponent's yeah. voters. Well, just like the Trump attacks, you know, and the and, and invade, you know, raiding him in Mar-a-Lago. Right. It's personal harassment, and that's how they want to get this is this is the whole point, which we make the point a lot of times. How the people on the right want to keep things more or less the same, but they're worried about the policies that are being enacted and what the different people stand for. But the people on the left, all they care about is their policies. <laughs> they don't really care about people because the policies that they put into place usually end up hurting the very people that they claim that they want to help. They keep people right. in poverty. They do. They cause. All, they have control over people, so people have less choice right off the bat. Well, think about the policies on the left. I mean, seriously, if you just even if we take our bias out of it, because I'm very, I'm very anti-left. I, I, I don't like them for, for anything right. that they do, uh, and personal on character levels, on, on policy levels, and whatever. I just don't like them. But taking all that away, just look at what their policies are doing. Let's take. The, uh, the border. How, how does that do any good for people? It does great for Democrat politicians. Well, maybe. Maybe. We don't even know. We don't even know that. You're who right. Who those people are coming across. They could be, you know, closet Republicans from Venezuela or something. Yeah, but they're coming from a socialist country. They're not going to vote for a socialist. Well, I, I don't know. I hope not. That's why I'm saying that's why well, if that's clean. the case. There's then a difference doesn't... there, though. They're coming from a socialist co- country, and they're, they're, they don't have any money. They don't have anywhere to live. They're dependent. So, yeah, they're so, coming from a, a socialist country where they didn't have so any they're, food they're, on the table. They can come here and get $35,000 worth of so, benefits. So, so the Democratic Party is the perfect for them because right. that's how their voters vote. They vote on what they give them. It's free what they stuff. do. It's free right. stuff. The welfare stuff and all that's that That's why we lost New York. 13 counties is all she won. And look at those 13 counties. They're all poor, dependent cities yeah. like Albany, Buffalo, Rochester, New York, Lower, all the ghettos and all, all voted. It's women. It's, no, it's people who need free money. No, it's, but it's single women. Was the but they're not going to get that money everything. when a Republican takes office. He's going to shut it down. <laughs> New York City is our problem. No soup for you. They're voting for the money. That's all it is. Right. Well, and that's, so that's one thing. So you, you can talk about the open border, and you can talk about illegal migrants coming in. And they're getting more money than anyone. But you can also talk about, look, there's, they're not the only dependency that the Democrats create. The Democrats create dependency within the welfare system. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. How many generations deep are we now with welfare? 20. No, we're not 20 generations. <laughs> Three, four. Three or four, I think, right? right. But that's no, enough. That's all you know. All you Everybody never, else is dead. It's never going to stop. And that's all you need. You only need a few generations. See, that's why if you can stop a lot of these things just for one single generation, a lot of stuff would just melt right away. <laughs> It'd be great. After the, um, after the, the break, we're going to gonna talk about this. We're going to talk about three generations of brainwashing is starting to pay off for the left. But that's another story. But uh, we'll talk about that later. So, but that's 
all you really need, three generations. So now you have the grandparents who taught the parents who taught the grandkids um, all how to live on the welfare system and how to, how to game the system. Because to them, it's almost a job. You know, they have to go through the process. They have to do whatever they got to do just to get the, the free government money. And what that does is it keeps people dependent. And, and I think that's what Democrats – I know that's what Democrats want. I don't even have to think it. I know. That was their goal the whole, it's their the whole goal. time. The more dependent people you got, the more people will vote for the, the politician who's giving handouts. And that's exactly what I think is happening at it's the border. It's a guaranteed vote. So, so you, back to your question, John, how does this help anybody? Well, it doesn't really help us as a society. It helps the Democrat politicians stay in office. I, I guess. It's just same with all the voter fraud and all the stuff that they're doing with this, with this midterm election. All the, all the different uh, you know, mail-in ballots and, and oops, the, the machines well, again, aren't tab- tabulated. You would think in 2022 <laughs> we could get that stuff fixed. So somebody's got to go in, get elected. We have to elect people in all the, all the positions that need to be say, we're going to fix this. <laughs> we're not going to put up with this. And it's all, this, it's all the states and counties that really matter, too. Maricopa yeah, and Arizona absolutely. and Nevada and uh, Pennsylvania. It's all, this, it's all absolutely. the it's, ones that really I matter. Mean, they actually elected Lurch. I can't believe it. He's... Did you see him at the... The thing is, they're not even embarrassed. Democrat voters aren't even embarrassed. Did you see how he's dressed at his... I mean, he he wore a hoodie. And a hoodie? (laughs) And his kids are like a bunch of dirtbags. But he comes for money. His his family's rich. Weird. There's no way he won that election. Not, Not no way. Well, even all the stuff that's happening in Arizona and Nevada and, and Pennsylvania, but nobody's all the questioning it. Well, though. They're questioning no, they're questioning. Yeah, and and the hard I think part is, is you don't know. We don't know what's going on. It, there's probably stuff going on everywhere in all kinds of directions. But again, we can. We, that's our opinion. We all say that. You know what I mean? And the one thing I was hoping we wouldn't do on the show today is bitch and complain about it because that's no, what I everybody's wanna, doing. Yeah, I would rather if we're going to talk about it. I would rather talk about what we can do to right. fix it I agree. moving forward and and i think that one day voting if the in if person this, in person one day, one day no voting mail with, in no nothing with id right. right well i heard a lot of people were getting ballots mailed to them with i have covid checked on them so that they could send them in so they didn't have to go show mm-hmm. up but they were getting like six or seven of these. <laughs> could be. Well, Democrats want to cheat. Be, I mean, yeah. they they will do everything they can to cheat. We know that. I mean, it's not it's no secret at this point. They did it in the 20, uh, 2020 election. They're doing it here in the twenty two midterms. They cheat. I mean, I, I don't I don't. I, I suppose there's probably some Republicans who have cheated too. But this is like sure. blatant in your face cheating, and we have to stop them from doing it. The only way to do it is in person. No more mailing. And can't make it too bad. And and what about the 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 machines? Now they're talking about in well, one they can the, be hacked easily. Well, one of the counties in machine, uh, one of the counties in Arizona was talking about the machines, uh, not, uh, I guess, running out of toner, and then what happened is the machine wouldn't wasn't able to read the right. the ballot correctly. That's their excuse. I don't know. Uh, some one county was running out of paper. I guess they didn't expect all the people coming. Well, I think they have to make paper copies of the ballot for their record. They have to. Well, I would think. What just popped in my head? How come when I put my paper ballot in the machine, it doesn't give me a receipt that says what I did? Mm, good question. Why don't we have receipts? Yeah. Psst, there you go. That's a great idea. You easily check that. Where did you hear about that? Did I didn't hear about it. I just thought of it now because I went in again and I put my I put my my ballot in the machine and it goes in and it says. Your ballot has been accepted, and I'm like, 
Yeah. Okay. All I, That's all, it. <laughs> all, all I did w w when we went in, I, I looked and I saw the number change one more after mine went in that's all the that's all the acknowledgement that i was right. able to get so that's a great that's why we have john on the show because he's so he's so smart yeah. what do you think well he has nothing else to do when he's home <laughs> sitting there eating his milk and cookies <laughs> hmm. well, i think hey we should get a receipt i think it's a great idea <laughs> if, so if we're going to have these these electronic uh machines personally i don't want the electronic well, if you, machines if you, that way there if you wouldn't by email you'd have a receipt and they would have to make up that receipt. So there would be a record of all the receipts that went out. And they would be on record, too. Make everything, checking everything simple. Because you got you got both ends of the transaction going mm. out, right? Like if you buy something on eBay or something, you get a receipt, right? You bought this. Here it is. You buy gas at the gas pump and uh, you get I know. a receipt. I always say I don't want a receipt at the gas pump, though, because I yeah. get too many receipts. Well, yeah, I mean, they end up. You know, well, they end up on my dresser in a big pile, and I end up scooping them all up. Once a week. Them them <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> that's hysterical. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, I, I was surprised you didn't say greetings today. That was funny when you said that last show. Greetings. Ahoy. Ahoy. He's always got a new that's way. That's a Crowder of... thing. I can't steal that. That's uh. Dave and Crowder. You should all be watching Crowder, by the way, if you're not, because it's pretty funny. Uh, we do have good news in New York with respect to gun rights. Now, everybody, I'm sure everybody knows by now all the freaking craziness oh, around right. the Bruin case and then the Concealed Carry Improvement Act comes in with Hochul. And um, so so now there, uh, Judge Sotheby uh, had a new – there's a new ruling on – okay, so what happened was Gun Owners of America comes in – and, and tries to get a restraining order um, on the law, the Concealed Carry Improvement Act. Well, Hochul appeals it. So now, um, I'm going to read from this Gun Owners of America article, gunowners.org. Uh, as, as they did with regard to a temporary restraining order, the state defendants have requested that any preliminary injunction that's issued by the court either be limited in scope to plaintiffs or the North, uh, Northern District of New York and stayed for three business days pending. So after carefully considering the matter, the court denies this request for the reasons stated by the plaintiffs in their reply papers and during oral arguments and for the reasons stated uh, recently by U.S. District Judge uh, John Sinatra. Basically what it says is for all the reasons, well, I got to read this part here. This is pretty important. Uh, to, those, uh, to those reasons, the court adds the fact that five of the nine defendants in this action have not even opposed plaintiff's motion to preliminary enjoin, uh, preliminary enjoin in below enjoined provisions of the patently unconstitutional law. Although the court has not considered that de facto consent in evaluating the merits of plaintiff's claims, uh, the court does find it relevant in evaluating any possible injury to the public that would be caused by this preliminary injunction if, on appeal, the court's decision were to be held uh, to be in error. So what I think that means is that the court doesn't want to grant her, and this is what I wanted you to read. You didn't get a chance to read it, but I wanted to— <laughs> While I was driving, I was reading it. I wanted you to see what you thought about that one piece because it says— you know, uh, finding it relevant, evaluating any possible injury to the public that would be caused by this preliminary action if, on appeal, the court's decision were to be held in error. So what I think that means is that if the court were to grant Hochul her appeal, 
meaning the, the, her, her unconstitutional law stays in effect. <clears throat> it sounds to me like the court doesn't want to be responsible if somebody were to get hurt because of that. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you can't bring your gun into a certain place, you end up getting hurt or attacked. The court made the decision to grant her the appeal, keeping her law in effect, and now the court would be you know, kind of like responsible. Yeah, but what does that mean? Right, Sue exactly. the Supreme Court. You know, <clears throat> you know. But it goes on to say, for all these reasons, the court denies the state defendant's request for a limitation and stay. Okay, so then it says, uh, it's ordered that defendant Kathy Hochul is dismissed from this action as a party and is further ordered that plaintiff's motion for a preliminary injunction is granted in part and denied in part in accordance, in, in accordance with the decision and is further ordered that defendants, when we say defendants, we're talking about the state, New York State, it's ordered that defendants as well as their officers, agents, service employees, and attorneys uh, are preliminary in, pre- preliminarily enjoined from enforcing the following provisions. Here's the following provisions. This is what they're ordered to stop enforcing. Uh, Good moral character, right? The provision requiring names and contact information of the applicant's current spouse, domestic partners, any other adults residing in the home. Um, The provision requiring a list of former and current social media accounts. Done. And I'm telling you this because I know you're concerned, and I know you wanted to know that you could go into places and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so they, so they're the state is ordered that they can't enforce the moral character, the names of your family members in in the home, the provision list of social media that's off the table, the provision containing such other information regarding the license application is reasonably necessary. Uh, that's okay. Um, any okay. This is where we get into locations. So any location providing behavioral health, chemical dependence uh, care or services, public or a substantial group of persons have not been granted access. Uh, any place of worship, public parks, zoos, uh, airports. Obviously, airports until you get on the plane until you yeah, go past yeah. it. Uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Um, TSA. TSA. Uh, uh, Any establishments issued a license for uh, on-premise consumption uh, pursuant to, uh, we're talking about alcohol, Uh, so so places with alcohol, uh, theaters, conference centers, banquet halls, uh, any gathering of of individuals collectively express their constitutional rights to protest or assemble, and any restricted locations provision contained in Section 5, um, I think what that is is uh, well, basically what this says is that all those places she tried to deem gun-free zones, she can't enforce them. So you can go into a bar now. Yes, you that's what it looks like to me. Park. That's what it looks like to me. I urge everybody okay, to so read. Now, the, what is the evil witch going to come up with next? Well, I don't know yet. Let's fu- let's find out. But let me let me just I think finish we here. Look in our crystal ball. For your, uh, um, also, the one thing, uh, and it's not right here. I'm not reading it. But also, I know because I read it earlier that when she said that the businesses, all businesses are gun free unless the, unless the business owner puts a sign up that says guns are welcome. That's gone. Yeah. You can't do that. 
<clears throat> because they were saying you're, the state's trying to make decisions. These for are people. people who own personal businesses. Right. Who the hell are you to tell me I can't? I, number one, you don't know I'm carrying a gun. You don't know that I have a weapon. So why the hell would it even matter if I'm coming into your establishment? What are you going to do? You're going to pat me down on the way in? Right. She's crazy. And anybody who voted for her is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they're crazy or they're just so tribal that they they want. They don't care about anything. They just want Democrats to win. It's a horrible. It keeps, it keeps looking like they just look shallowly at all this stuff. Like that's all yeah. they care about is the power and control. Because it doesn't help anybody. It's I think helping no one. People don't vote like they used to in like the Reagan era where watched the movie last night. Government mattered. Your way of life mattered. Like what the government did for you back then. Even mattered. Democrats cared. Even back then they did. Yeah. Now with these millennial knuckleheads that we have, just like I don't know that knuckleheads Ronald voting. Reagan. Oh, is it Ronald Reagan? And they're and oh well, I, I need I need my rights. I mean, I need I need food. I mean, I need. I, it's like, dude, the government's not your job. The government go out and do your own thing. The government shouldn't have to take care of you. Don't vote that way. You just basically voted for your free money. Well, that, right. you're hurting everyone else in the See, state. See, that's a cultural thing that oh, we well, have to fix. It's a human thing. You're going to yeah. vote in your own best interest if you're convinced that that's your own best interest. This is the hard part. You've got three generations of belief piled on top of each other. How do you get out of that? What's the conduit to get those newer people, the young people, Stop out giving of that? It. Well, well, yeah, but then you got three generations of stuff going on. You can't just stop giving it. The, then the you're world would go, the, the country would go haywire if if welfare was just cut off. Right, okay, right. then you put regulations on it. I would. I would you, slowly you, over you, the next right. you got generation. Or you so. can't live off for twenty or thirty years. That that's got to stop. That's why you have generational people. You got you got a certain amount of number of years to get your life in order, and it's off five years. You're done. When did welfare start? Do we oh, know? The seventies, sixties, maybe. Yes. Moving on up. Because I remember my mom going to try and get welfare, and he denied her. So we got three generations now. We got three generations. Yeah. A generation, I, I guess, is 20, 25 years, right? Yeah, Something yeah, like that. Was, we don't have 75 years of welfare. Right. We have, you know, they've overlapped. Because a lot of generations are but there are 16, 17 years, depending on the situation, how young you have babies. Oh, well, I guess, and a lot of people now are having a lot of people that are actually already poor are having babies younger 13, and younger. 14, so yeah. it, 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 it's like, are you saying generations now are shorter? Huh? Sure they are. Oh, I didn't for know a lot that. of parts of the population. I don't know if in I didn't know the actual an actual generation would shorten just depend on. Sure I, would. Whatever. This is the. Well, I thought a generation was measured by a certain number of years, twenty five to well, thirty years. Well, it would be normally when generations <clears throat> were. The same across the board, but now when you have poor people, how many young, you know, just people having women kids at do you know, 13, 17, 14 years 18 years old, old are having babies? Can you have a baby at 13 years old? Yes, yeah, you can. You can Seriously? Yeah. I thought you had to be like 16, 17 at least till that stuff starts to. No. Not for women. Perk Not for women. I don't know. <laughs> no, women can get pregnant at 11 or 12. So they have their period. Yeah, and once you let's get your period, you're up. Oh, let's not talk about this. Is it? I don't want to talk about this. Um, where were we? Yeah, but. <laughs> So the, all those things that she can't enforce, that's in place now that she can't enforce them. Yes, it's yeah, she's, it, done. she's okay. been ordered. She's been ordered that the plaintiffs okay. are excused from giving secure. Uh, wait, no, ordered that the state. Uh, where is that thing? I want to get the right words. Um, she's been ordered. Ordered that Hochul is dismissed from from this action as the party. 
Well, we'll see what happens. Order that the plaintiff's motion uh, is granted and, and de- granted and denied because they because they, they I don't hear anything about the eighteen hour course. So oh. that so I the think whole that's still part of it. Of course, we got to keep the money ploy in there. That's that's like five hundred seven eight hundred dollars now. Yeah, but those are and those are private companies making that money too. So you know who they're voting for. <laughs> And just if people don't know, in New York, what, the, what she did as part of her Concealed Carry Improvement Act was a 16-hour course study, the classroom course, and then uh, two hours of range time. Which I agree with. I but think everybody should, should have it, but, uh, yeah. but I don't want but the government telling me. Because, but it shouldn't cost you $800 well, to do it. And not only that, anytime the government requires training, that's that's where, we, that's where they lose yeah, me. Yeah, it should be... Um, Voluntarily. Par- parents should be teaching the kids right. just like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Danny's wrapping us up. Okay. Um, so okay, but but coming back after this, we're going to talk about three generations of brainwashing on the left and uh, a lot of other fun stuff. So stick around. Right back after this. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical. Because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. So we're back, and we were talking about, well, we're talking about Hochul. I mean, we could wrap that up. Yeah, she's so useless. She's, she is definitely useless. Um, and elected. And elected now. Yep. I can't, I can't call her She must have a mandate I now. can't call her appointed governor anymore. You, still, you can still call her former, former lieutenant governor. Former lieutenant governor. <laughs> yes, former vice president Joe Biden. Yeah, I can still call her that. Uh, okay. A couple of things. So we talked earlier about how lefties are still voting for this crap. They see the negative results and they continue to vote. Now, I don't I believe a lot of them flipped over. I believe a lot of them actually got smart and flipped over and started voting Republican in this midterm. We wouldn't know it because of the the massive voter fraud cheating and and harvesting of ballots and all this stuff. So we don't see that. The, the actual result, I believe, is. They were able to take that red wave and just freaking crush it with their cheating. As far as I'm concerned, that's all they do is cheat. That's why everybody's so concerned with making sure that elections are 
are legal and, and done properly. You know? So anyway, uh, but what we, we talk about the um, people being brainwashed, and I got a couple things that I wanted to, to get to. That, that three generations is one thing. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But um, a woman says she's a former teacher, and she tells us, here's how your children are getting indoctrinated by leftist ideology. And she goes on to say in this article, this article is the Heritage Foundation. Um, your kids are being indoctrinated. The education system is designed to, is to teach them how to think critically. The, the education system designed to teach them how to think critically has been weaponized by the radical left to push an anti-American agenda. She says she's worked in the education system for years. Uh, she's seen firsthand how children are being uh, ensnared by the left and their teachers. She worked with kids from 13 to 14. Uh, the left uses a combination of propaganda and suppression to push kids into ensnaring groups of uh, grip of socialism and anti-patriotism. Now, she uses a couple things. She says, first, one of the things she does is th that teachers will do to the children is propaganda. They'll assign work instilling the idea that the pillars of Western civilization are evil and um, their memories deserve to be thrown in the trash. So she says, here's an example. She was helping uh, one of her elementary school students with a homework assignment about listing famous, uh, famous Brightons throughout history. And she already had some of the more obvious ones, Shakespeare, Princess Diana. So this is in the UK, I should have I mentioned. Um, and the teacher, she said, well, how about Winston Churchill, she recommended. And the student said, oh, no, not him, she replied. He was a racist, and he didn't think women should have rights. He wasn't a good guy. So this kid has this idea about Winston Churchill. How old were these kids? Uh, elementary school. See, this is what I tell people when they don't believe me, <laughs> yeah. that those kids... This all started way back when they were encouraging kids to, like, snitch on their parents if they weren't recycling and things like that. You know, just mm -hmm. crazy stuff. Like, yeah, let's turn all the kids against their families. Go ahead. That's yeah. weird. Well, here's another one. She says, another way the left propagandizes is through the normalization of its views and positions as non-political. So this is interesting. She says, the Black Lives Matter organization is a prime example. She said, many of her colleagues wore Black Lives Matter pins and apparel to school in blatant violation of school rules, forbidding political statements on clothing. When, when she asked for a justification of the behavior, she was told it wasn't political to support the group. It was a matter of human rights. So the children would see these pins and clothes and connect the radical leftist groups with basic human dignity. So that's how that was the you know the idea. So um, and the, the idea was how dare you question Black Lives Matter? Um, I was taught this is a matter of human rights. So it's not radical left without, without defining what it means. Right? Black Lives Matters. Go ahead. <laughs> it's yeah. not like you can just say, oh, it means this, this, and this. It's it's obviously political. Obviously political. She goes on to say um, she was preparing a lesson on Thanksgiving involving pilgrims and American Indians with an activity centered on making paper teepees for arts and crafts. <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I just read this, paper teepees. And then it says, cue the progressive panic. Um, other teachers at school were incest. 
incensed that a non-Indian was appropriating Native American culture Mm -hmm. for an activity. I, I, I mean, I don't... How are you supposed to teach history if everything is... You can't. It's, they're just blurring all the lines to the point where it all looks the same and the same for the kids or whatever the, the teachers are pushing, what the system is pushing on them. It's pretty sinister, right? But it works great. You, like you say, you do that for a couple generations, you're yeah. off to the races. You're never going to get... You're never well, going to take when that When I back. was in school, I mean, kids were dressed up as cowboys and Indians for Halloween right. and stuff like that. We would literally play cowboys and Indians. We'd grab a stick off a tree and pretend it was a gun and we'd chase each other around one group was cowboys and one group was indians and it, it it's not racist it's just fun i mean <laughs> well it was part of the culture you know what i mean you can't it's like this is the again the whole taking your 2022 perspective and going back and judging the ethics of people you know 100 200 300 years ago it's ridiculous you can't do that it doesn't work it doesn't give you an accurate view of anything but if you go into that with a narrative and you're trying to find certain things, you're going to find them because guess what? George Washington was a human being. Thomas Jefferson was a human being. <laughs> These people were not robots. They were not angels. They were human beings right? trying to put together a country that could be as good as it could based on all of their experiences from looking around the world and seeing what things work and what things don't as far as what gives the best life for the citizens as yeah. far as freedom and liberty and pursuit of happiness. So... But- but of course they did things in their life. What if we looked at our own lives? Well, children are easiest ones to never, brainwash. Well, they believe anything an adult tells them. Yeah. Yeah, they should. They should. Of course, that's what you do. You look up to your parents. Right, and you, exactly. Well, this well, is when my you got parents in on it, too, though. Right. The, well, parents I've given, into, the parents are obviously involved in it. Well, because you the, got one generation already indoctrinated. Right. You're already locked into that. So now the kid's getting, now the kid's up, now the next one's up. But when you bring up that there are parents that have opposition to this, which we all know plenty, right? I know tons of people that have had all kinds of conflicts at the school, whether it's over, over vaccinations, whether it's over, you know, the teaching of the trans stuff that they, they don't want their elementary school kids CRT. to see, CRT, all that stuff is like, that's not necessary. Let the kids grow up and figure out what, what's going on in the world yeah. as they grow into that part of their life where it matters to them. That's supposed to matter to a five-year-old about what some person well, you're in the middle of New York them. City is doing on a, on a Saturday night. You're molding them into thinking they're racist and that their right. color doesn't matter. You're presenting everything as that. and that's that's that's. The, but my point was is that when you – I've had conversations this last week with people on the left where I said, you know, these are the kind of things that some people are worried about, and they were just like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, all these problems that parents are having around the country with school boards, don't you see these things? Don't you see these clips of all these mothers complaining to these they people? They don't see it, right? No, they don't see it. Oh. So I asked a friend of mine who's a responsible, intelligent, older gentleman, liberal. I said, you're either not seeing it, which, okay, you're either ignoring it, or it doesn't matter to you what all these people care about. So yeah. which is it? What do you not, you're not doing something. You're not looking for information. You're not believing it when you see it, or you're not caring about the people that it actually affects. So right. that's a process that <clears throat> needs to be examined. Because you're seeing it. You're, you're we're watching. all seeing it. We're because we see, see everything the left sees because of every media format out in there. In our face. But they don't see the other half, ever. 
<laughs> I yeah. mean, these people were like deer in the headlights. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, what I'm talking about is what all my friends know happens every single day. Like that teacher. I forget you not what know? it was. The same thing happened to me. It was Maybe it was before the, the Biden and Trump uh, election. But somebody, I was literally telling somebody about, I think it was Hunter Biden's uh, laptop. Right. What do you think? Like, what do you think about this crazy laptop? What are you talking about? What? You don't even know at this at this point about Hunter's well, because laptop? it was washed from the media, That's and they the only watch from their media. And they washed and they, and they only watch their media, right? Right. So and if it's not so on their media and they're not going anywhere else to see anything, and they, they won't go, and they don't know what you're talking about. They're taught to believe that any Fox News or any right wing kind of stuff is in your mind. You go over there, <laughs> they're going to turn you into a hater, Trumpite. Trump is. But what they don't understand is that the the left wing politicians, bureaucrats, and media are literally tricking them to not look at that stuff. They're psychologically manipulating them by saying, don't look at that stuff because they're all bad over there. When the best thing to do would be go and look at the right wing stuff. Right. Go see what they're talking about yeah. so you have all the information. But the Democrats don't want their, their followers to have all the information. This they don't respect point. their followers enough to think that they can see information and not turn into a crazy person. It's yeah. like they disrespect, they're condescending. And this is a perfect example. Don't look there. What? Who are you? Yeah. Don't look where? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't tell you what to do. Why are you telling me what to do? I, that's the question. I would ask, am I being manipulated into doing things that as a... As a free citizen of the United States, I shouldn't have to have that coming at me. That's not, you know, and that's what it is, right? Everybody feels like they got stuff coming at them all the time. The parents, they, the kids come home from school and tell them all this stuff. You know, oh, they want to vaccinate me. I just heard another story the other day about a, uh, is there some big football coach at some university that got fired? He's making $3 million a year. I just heard it last night. I can't think of the guy's name. But anyway, but he wouldn't get vaccinated. And they wouldn't give him a religious exemption, even though he was a Catholic, and he talked to his priest, and the priest says you should well, the government follow your way. conscience. So, But this stuff happens all over the place in different places, and being aware of it is useful. If you're not aware of it, I don't even know how you have well, a discussion. You know? Hochul's going to do that starting January 5th. They're going to vote on forced vaccinating children uh, in colleges. Did you see the Malone and thing? And if you're not vaccinated, you're not entitled to health care in New York State. She's going to take your – basically, if you're not vaccinated, you're not getting health care. That's terrible. That's the I don't have that article, so I, I wish we No, had you that. can look it up. You can look it up. Okay. All those – I don't want to go into that because you didn't right. bring an article. I, if, well, if, right. We'll bring it right. next time. Okay. we got to get into that because that's that's some serious okay. serious tyranny right there. You're unemployed, right? Me? Yeah. He has time. That's my point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guy that works two days a week. <laughs> All right. You, you I, were, in other you words, were with I don't me wanna, this week. I don't no, know about the details. So I'll, I'll get them. Give, give the, you know, but uh, in the Dr. Show Malone was on some podcast. It was it Crowder the other day or somebody, and he was just going through all the di things that they've learned since this, the pandemic has started about mRNA and about what it does. And I'll give you a post. We'll talk. Let's make this for next week, and we'll talk okay. about that. And I'll get you the link for that because it's just very informative about all the medical stuff that's happened. And I, I like him. A, I mean, a woman a yesterday straight. was saying that she had to go in this week and get a booster shot in order to keep her job wherever she was working. And I said to her, I says, "Boy, I sent her the video. I said you should watch this because it's just that 
first of all, he's saying that the boosters are worthless at this point because they're old formulations. They're not new formulations. And the way they did it, they mixed the vaccines up between the new versions and the old versions. And what it did was actually make it worse instead of better because it doesn't stimulate the cells in the proper way. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Good, good. <clears throat> but back to what we were saying. Another, well, there's another article. Another radical leftist teacher caught trying to brainwash students in California. Well, I'm not surprised. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Washington Examiner uh, wrote about how a teacher in California put a question on a quiz. This is, I, this is really interesting. That listed all of Florida and Texans as options for examples of people who are Complete idiots. Okay, so this is just the latest example of, an attempt, uh, of the attempted leftist liberal Democrat indoctrination and brainwashing children are subjected to in our country, uh, our country's public schools. A question on a Whitney High School quiz from November 4th. This is last year. I just want everybody to know. This is about a year ago. Um, asked students, um, a group of complete idiots is... Followed by four options. KKK, all of Florida, Fox News, or Texans. <laughs> Those are the options that the kids have to choose from of who a, com- uh, com- a group of complete idiots. Is this okay. a survey? Is what this was? was it? It, it was, was a, a test, test in the school. On a quiz on a, on a school. But what kid, even in middle school or high school, they don't even know what KKK means probably. And half of... California who flee go to Texas. But don't you see how these leftist teachers are so filthy rotten? What parent corrupt? would let their children go to school like that? That's why we need school children. If choice. my kid That's came home with a test like that, I would go into that school and crack someone over the head. We could we What could, are you teaching? What does this this is, this is not helping my child do anything in the future. We could do the same thing. We could say, you know, uh, who are the complete idiots? You have four choices: Antifa, Joe Biden. You know, but what conservative state Fetterman. would even do that? Fetterman. Why would you? We would never do that. Why would you go to your school and put that in a question? And that's that going to help your kid do anything in life. That's the difference in morality from leftists to conservatives. There's a complete difference. I, I truly believe that they a, are a lost a, cause, lefties. I mean, these children. Are, they problem have is no they're future. hurting everybody. They're they hurting no our future. kids, and they're hurting they're hurting us. They're hurting everybody. The whole any left wing school, those kids have no future. If that's what they're teaching them, they have no future. We're doomed. It's all hate. It's all they're teaching. Literally teaching hate. The school's principal is notified of the controversial question and sent out a letter to the school staff, students, and families. The principal declared his intentions to conduct a thorough investigation and stated that appropriate disciplinary actions will be taken. Um, The entire letter was posted on Twitter. Um, The principal seems to suggest that any disciplinary action taken will remain confidential. Of course. So, so. nothing's going to happen to that teacher, and he agrees with it. I know. He probably it's all is. a front. I know. I know. I, I believe you. I wouldn't normally have – 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have believed that, no, the principal's going to do the right thing. You know, But after seeing what Not I – Not in California. Well, he said something actually made me think of something. He says they're teaching hate. And the way they do that is the worst way, is they teach hate by making enemies – they make you the bad guy, which yeah. eliminates any other 
research they have to do. <laughs> yeah. They just believe that you're the bad guy and we got to get rid of you. So, you, you, and when you put that to kids, they understand that, right? They don't understand all the intricacies of the different laws well, then, and the and courts then, and all that stuff, but they know, oh, he's the bad guy. Well, like Batman and, and the Joker. Absolutely. I mean, oh, and then you got, you know, these kids are being taught the hate through the school. Then they get older, create some mental problems. They get a gun. And what do they do? It's, it's a lose-lose. And they can always just say, oh, you know, that class I took where they had that quiz that said Texans and Floridians are, are idiots. I think I'm going to go there and do something bad. Well, they even had, <laughs> they even had a, a thing called, uh, what was it, uh, punch a Nazi. And the Nazis were supposed to be conservatives. That was a, a slogan going around, punch a Nazi. I mean, we could we could have a slogan called slap a liberal. I mean, but we don't. We don't do that. But if we you don't, did, that's you, the point. you would be deemed. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we don't. I don't. We're know looking about that. at we're looking at the policies and the outcomes of the future and everything else that matters going forward. These people are just looking at bad people. Let's make everybody bad. They create enemies. Every how many times in the past six years have. Has all this crazy stuff happened? First of all, Trump was the enemy for four years, so they were good to go with that. They didn't have to worry yeah. about anything else. If you supported Trump, you're just a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Write him off. But that's how you know people believe stuff, and they don't look deeper, and they they project on the right <clears throat> that they must be doing the same thing we're doing. They're learning that we're all bad people, so yeah. we have to fight those other bad people. Then you got cowboys and Indians, and you're acting like idiots. That's when it gets tribal. It's very tribal. But back to hopefully. Finding a way around any of this brainwashing, but because I've been wanting to mention the demographics for this election, what made the difference, and what we have to concentrate on putting messages out there that appeal to people. First of all, I think the Supreme Court Roe versus Wade thing, timing-wise, sucked for oh. the election because yeah. of this breakdown. 2022 election, married men, 59 to 39% Republican. Married women, 56 to 42% Republican. Single men, 52 to 45% Republican. Single women, 68 to 31% That's the one we're Democrat. With, right? Yeah. They did it all around the country. They got them yeah. scared. So they, so they knew that scaring them about the abortion thing. is the thing. most yeah. best persuasive thing there is. I know. We talk about that all the time. I talk about that in the gun conversation. So the 60-some percent. 68 of, to 31 for single women voted Democrat across the country. So, That's the block. That's the voting block. But the, the problem is that the women who followed that narrative are, are not thinking or they're just. Well, I'm thinking that some of these women aren't necessarily women who are always full-time see because the swing voters are all we care about anyway right because yeah. certain people are going to vote they're going to vote so you got to get that 10 percent and that's flopping around and if that many women were scared because other women told them they're taking away our abortion rights vote blue i bet that but that explains everything without any fraud or anything else that explains a lot of numbers that might happen not i'm not saying the other stuff didn't happen but this, my uh, I won't say who it is, <laughs> but an 82-year-old uh -huh. woman that I know. Is it a Steely Dan song? <laughs> told me, well, I heard that Zeldin is going to take away women's rights. So, so she was encouraged to, by her friends or people she was talking to to vote for, you know, Hochul. Um, and I had to explain. No, I said what they're talking about 
is they're talking about abortion, you know, killing babies. And so I explained the whole thing, and she said, oh, now it makes sense. But it's that narrative. And in New York State, then they, they codified laws codified that you anyway. can't you even can't change, change it until 2037. I know, but that, you know, that almost doesn't even matter. That doesn't even matter. There's such far-thinking individuals that, well, I better say something now or else when 2037 comes, the end of the world. These morons can't think for themselves. They can't go and look that it can't be changed if Zeldin got in. There's nothing that man can do to change your rights. I know. So you're voting against something that can't be changed. Voting against something that never should have been in place in the first place because it went against every, every law in every state all across the country. And, and everybody had a scramble. But they were very clever in how they used the media and how they created right. the narrative and the propaganda. And how that quickly they used. people so, are brainwashed. So we we just need to get better because we're, we're gonna we can turn this thing around. We can fix it. We just have to be smarter than them. On, but on Lee this never thing. talked about it. He he never <laughs> right. had he see that's where he was stupid. Well, he did say no. He did, but he say, never said it was codified. He no, never explained. He did. It. He, he even had a he even had a um, uh, a campaign video that said i can't i can't and i won't do anything to change the abortion laws in new york state or you know how many times does that play once because i never saw it i i saw it i remember seeing it so i don't know we have to go back and look at it but he did mention it i don't know if he talked about it a lot but he at least mentioned it in in one of the campaign videos that should have been his whole run right there i don't think so i think they made a good i think he should have added it but i think they made a good play by Looking at crime because crime was didn't help though. People don't care. Well, the vote he got a lot of votes. <laughs> he got a lot of votes, <clears throat> but plus he of, got other people elected across. But the a state, lot of people didn't come but, out but, either. But how do we know that that the Democrats didn't harvest ballots? We in don't New know. York? But they're saying like a, a lot of people didn't come out and vote. Like how many registered voters are in New York? <clears throat> well, I don't know. There's almost 20 million people in the state. Only six million voted in the election. Six million out of out of twenty million. Out of twenty million, well, a lot of them are old people and <laughs> yeah, but kids. still, that's a huge. I would think that's a big gap. We should check the said, receipts. I'm not coming out. Well, you got to consider a lot of them are young, under eighteen, can't vote. So how many is that? It's got to take a third away, right? And a ton of single women. That's all John talks about. Single. Well, women. there are because well, people get married later. There's a lot of single, more single yeah. women out there going forward as there ever. And they have pushed been in the that past. that abortion thing. Yeah, that was, that was the them. biggest That's thing. You don't need. I, I mean, look, we say everybody's already programmed enough that they want to believe. So if they look over here and these are the people that they normally trust and they say something, they go, yeah, that must be true. Yeah. Because why would you – I, I, I have a life to live. I can't afford to dig into all this and see that it actually <coughs> can't be changed. So basically but, so basically, they thought my rights are more important than the crime that are killing and murdering people and uh, getting pushed on the subway. Yeah. Basically, that's what you're saying. You're selfish. Nobody's looking at that. That's They're selfish because they, they know the law can't be changed, but I'm going to vote for that anyway because – I need to put my point across. Well, they're right. they're afraid of that. They're not but afraid of the crime. I don't go to there. the subway and get pushed in front of the train because exactly. then what? Well, you're dead. Dude, I, people in New York City subways are holding. They hold on to poles so they don't get pushed. Can you imagine going wanting to use a subway and you have to hold on to something? But, and I'm, we're standing on the end of the deck looking down. Is the train coming? Right. <laughs> and you but, feel yourself falling. But the leftists don't be believe. Like like, <laughs> the train but the leftists don't believe that that'll ever happen to them. 
That's their mentality. I know. Yeah, I know it's people only got to happen once. Because the, only one life is saved. Because the criminals, they're taught to believe that criminals are victims of society. They're the victims now. Yeah, yeah, they're the victims. Mm-hmm. All right, we're running out of time, so let me get to this last article. This is by Newt Ging- Gingrich, and it was two years ago. It was, uh, three generations of brainwashing is paying off for the left. Um, as we watch radicals tear down statues, deface monuments, Im- in- intimidate people who want to stand for the national anthem and demand the firing of people who write or say something deemed inappropriate uh, to the leftist anti-American theology, it's, ver- it's utterly clear that many Americans today hate America. Uh, people have asked him how we got to this point, and uh, as a result of three generations of brainwashing going back to at least uh, Herbert Marcuse, the German-born University of California, San Diego professor who taught young Americans the philosophical foundation of Marxism in the 60s. Um, It says as early as 72, Theodore White was warning that the liberal ideology was becoming a liberal theology and that dissent was less and less acceptable to the left. So we've watched the, the hard left. American-hating totalitarians who want to define acceptable speech um, as they took over the academic world. So there's a big piece right there, academia. Uh, the college boards made up of supposedly sound community leaders refused to fight. Uh, public universities and colleges continued to hire vehement anti-American professors. This is where it all cultivates. Uh, state legislatures and governors refused to fight. Alumni continued to give schools which were teaching their own children and grandchildren to despise them. So what he's saying is that it really started in the schools and it was three generations deep when they started this stuff. But we're talking back in the 70s, just like we were talking with the welfare. A lot of stuff started in the 70s, um, the hatred for America and this this Marxist ideology that the left has has embraced in the welfare system. Right. So, well, first of all, Newt has a book out, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah? Because he was on Jordan Peterson's podcast last week. It was really good, actually. It was very informative, talking about... Is it called Trump history. and the American Future? No, he must have a new one, because this was a couple Maybe years ago. Maybe But he was on Jordan Peterson last week, and that it was really good. But, yeah, that like you say, it's been it started way back then, because the people that came into the universities to teach were the people that were the flower child people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were like, oh, you got to rebel against the machine. Hug a tree, eat know, a granola all bar. All that stuff. Yeah. And that's fine, you know what I mean? It doesn't belong in government, I don't think, because it doesn't pay off very well as we see but that's where you can trace it all back to and again what do you do about that how do you undo generations of seeping hatred going through all these things questioning that first thing i think of if something happens oh is is my country the bad country right off the bat yeah Well, now you know why people like go to college and they come out dumber than they went in. In a lot of situations you're spending you know 10 20 40 whatever he's wrapping and you're dummies yeah yeah, I. I all Who's right, well, a dummy? I don't know. College graduate, or the driveway pro- sealer, professor, studio owner, or the guy with the leather jacket and the new look. <laughs> I don't think it's new. I mean, I've been wearing. I was wondering if you rode his motorcycle in this morning. I've worn this jacket before. <laughs> Dan's trying out his like new Michael persona Jackson from Thriller. You know, he's preparing for another role that he Fort- wants to kind of yep. a little more rough edge, yeah, a little more tough. Yeah, the yep. tough biker type. Fortunately, we have to wrap things tough up. Tough biker type. Yeah. What do you think? Let's get <laughs> it going. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah. All right. Well, Danny's wrapping us up anyway. Right. Thank God. But because uh, <laughs> now it got aimed at me. All right. So. Uh, Uh, Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks. And we will see you next week. Thanks for watching.
Thanks so much for watching the Loaded Mic on Rumble. We're also on the Right America Media and Simul TV networks. And for the podcast, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right. <laughs>